The future is now. Finding the NOSO has never been easier. Subscribe to us on our new YouTube channel, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok, and bookmark the new home for No Holds Barred, The Jenny Position, Wrestling War Zone, and all your favorite NOSO podcasts at NorthSouthConnection.com. It's New Year, New NOSO, NorthSouthConnection.com. January 25th, 1992 through January 26th, 1992. But as always, I am joined by my elite co-host. Tonight is elite again. Matt Souza, how are you tonight? Uh, Sean, good to be here. Uh, Sean, quick question. Have you recovered from hocking up your lung prior to when we pressed record uh, just now, or do you need a moment? I don't know. I mean, hopefully, I mean, we hit record early, so maybe you could have that integrated into the show in some form. So we'll uh, hear that. Uh, I don't think the fine people want to hear you hack up a lung. That's just me, but I mean, I would want to hear it because k- kayfabe. Well, I'll, I'll I'll send you the clip separately. How's that? Listen, I do think part of the joy of this podcast is we hit the record button early, and you get to hear some of the great things prior. I think that's something that needs to happen from this point on. Maybe not. Well, maybe not. I think that one's okay to share. <laughs> maybe some of the other stuff, not so much. I think yeah. the month's okay. Uh, speaking of not wanting to share things people say, uh, Scott Shiflett, how are you? <laughs> hey, guys. I'm glad to be here. Episode 13. Will it be lucky or unlucky for the Dangerous Lions? Find out tonight. Wow. Or whatever you Look listen. at that. Look, Look at that. that. Now, that's how you open. Way to what go a damn professional. Damn. Yeah. Way, you should way run for office, Shif. Amen. Way to go, Chef. I am very impressed. And last but not least, Logan Crossland, how are you? Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, if we are an elite co-host, is this going to be a super kick party? Mm. There is No, there will be no super kicks tonight. No. Damn. We can't get our legs right, up. Well, I'm glad high. to be here anyways. There is no super kicks, <laughs> but you might get some Rick Rude atomic drop selling because that's all that motherfucker knows how to do. So wow. we'll probably get some of that tonight. Valid point. All right. So tonight, we only have five matches to talk about because... That's all we got for this weekend. So coming out of the clash, obviously all these have been taped. So, um, but there's some surprising matches in here, both good and not so good. So we're going to jump right into it. So we're going to 125.92 and we're going to start off with WCW Pro and our first match tonight, a potential banger here with uh, Stunning Steve Austin and a Dustin Rhodes, who we know have great chemistry already. So this is initially announced as for the TV title. Uh, with Barry Windham and Steve Austin. So right out of the gate, Windham's back. Makes sense. Let's give him a TV title match right right out of the, right for them being back. But Windham says he has not been released. So obviously this is taped because we know he's been released because he was just at the class. So obviously this was taped before the class. Some great quality control, WCW. Great, great, great 
WCW taping ahead. WCW, everybody, that's what they do best. Par for the so, course. So Dustin steps in, and Paul says, it's not a title match, so we don't have a TV title match. It's a non-title match. Medusa is back. So are you ready for my Medusa take of the week? Uh, Medusa, Medusa, dressed as the great value mid-80s Madonna here. Mm. I can see it. Okay. Dustin and Austin, start off. So she looked like a virgin? My God. For the very first time. We know she's not, but yes. Great value Madonna. Dustin and Austin start off punching the shit out of each other. Paul sends Medusa to the back for backup. Austin hits the clothesline from the apron to the floor. Dustin, um, Dustin's elbow, I don't know how he did it, but somehow his elbow is bleeding. Um, Austin needs Dustin into the barricade as he tries to get into the ring, and Paul hits Dustin with his phone in the back. Austin goes to suplex Dustin into the ring, but fucks it up, and Dustin falls feet first into the ring. Um, I'm really not sure what happened there. It kind of looked a little botchy, but it looked really, really ugly. Uh, Dustin comes back with a clothesline, goes up top. He misses an elbow. Austin misses a jumping clothesline after he blocked a Dustin monkey flip. Dustin goes for a bulldog, and Austin dumps him on his back. Really good counters in this, so I really did like that part of it. Dustin gets a small package for three. This match was super quick six minutes, but I thought it was quick uh, back and forth pace. Really good counters and a sudden quick win. I liked it. I think these two always have good chemistry for six minutes. Really, really good match. I actually went two and three quarters here. Matt, I'll go to you first. What did you think of this? Yeah, so I went two and a half on it, and really, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit, even though I went two and a half, and it, I only went two and a half really because it was so short. It was like, like you said, five or six minutes, but super fun match. Like, I think had this gone like maybe 10 or 15 minutes, you're looking at, you know, three, three and a half stars for me, had they kept that pace going. I, I just think it was a super fun match, and I, I feel like uh, some of the best chemistry we've seen Austin have, and some of Austin's best matches have come with Dustin so it makes sense to uh, to put them together I hope they have more matches down the line because they've all been pretty fun uh, Rhodes's elbow got cut open at some point I don't know how the hell that happened like did it like I, I'm guessing he cut it like on his way down uh, to the floor but I don't know what like was there thumbtacks on the floor what the hell happened uh, it's just super weird that he comes up with his elbow being all fucked up but uh, yeah we get another phone spot from Paulie which is kind of becoming his thing uh, there was a pretty rough botch where they fuck up a suplex in the ring at one point. But, uh, yeah, a, a super fun TV match, just super fast-paced. So uh, two and a half for me. Yeah, I feel like you can't go wrong in a match with these two. They they just mm-hmm. always, always deliver. And, again, really weird that it was so fast. But, again, like these two could go 20 minutes and have a freaking great match. Uh, Logan, what about you? What do you think? No, I, I really enjoyed it. It was very quick. Uh, uh, didn't didn't last too terribly long, but I, I thought they took advantage of the time that they did get. Um, I, I love that Dustin kind of immediately jumps Austin. Uh, I got pissed off at him. I, I like seeing Austin actually control some of the match. Just uh, that was kind of most of our complaint uh, early on in the podcast that he wasn't controlling many of these matches. So it was good to see him kind of have uh, some good offense. He had a pretty uh, gross-looking backbreaker that he hit at one point and a cool little gut wrench suplex that he did at another point. Um, Dustin hits a pretty sweet uh, lariat clothesline at some point. Uh, and it, it, throughout the match, I kind of liked that it seemed like any time Dustin was kind of going for a, a quote-unquote kill shot, uh, you know, like what what what, what was going to finish the, um, the match, uh, Austin seemed to ha- always have a reversal for it. So any time he was kind of going for a finisher, uh, it seemed like Austin had a, a, a reversal to answer with. Um, but like literally as I was typing that, uh, Dustin gets the roll up win. So uh, I thought that was kind of ironic that that happened. But I, I went with you, Sean. I went two and three quarters. All right. And Schiff. Yeah, I thought this match was great. Like, it was a fun six-minute sprint. Didn't even feel like six minutes. Felt like it was, like, shorter than that, to be honest. That's because these guys were going balls to the wall. As you said, Sean, like, I love, like, the, they were just throwing bombs at each other to start. And the lariat from the apron of the floor was pretty sick. Um, and I loved how, like, Austin kept breaking the count but wouldn't allow Dustin back in the ring. I thought that was nice. Um, and, like, I like the gut ret suplex that Austin hit and you could audibly hear Dustin scream shit when it happens. <laughs> nice uh <laughs> nice little thing right there. It's like ah oh, shit. But um I was shocked. I mean I guess like looking back like when they made it non-title that kind of gave away the ending that Dustin was gonna win. But I liked how like how like how we we've said for 12 episodes and Logan just said it now Austin has been getting dominated by these matches by 
like shitty wrestlers like Todd Champion and PN News, but he actually was the one doing the dominating this time and got too cocky and Dustin got the small package. I went two and three quarters. Awesome. So what is the total on that one, Logan? Just bump me up to uh, two and me, three quarters. Bump, right. bump me up to two and yeah, three quarters. Right. All right. So, two, so, so, Logan, before I go into <laughs> – Thank you, Matt. You're welcome. Before, so, real, yeah, so really good six-minute match here. So before we go to the next match, Logan, because um, I forgot to say at the beginning, um, after our last episode, is Austin still the least and most dangerous still? Or is that um, at this point? Uh, P- Paulie and him were tied with most dangerous, and Paulie won our last most dangerous, so he has four. And wow. then uh, Austin is still least dangerous with five. So uh, wow. even though Rude is on him for sure. <laughs> how, many, how many does Rude have now? Rude has gotten three in a row at this point. Oh, jeez. Oh, we'll that, see how that's this it. Uh, he, hadn't, he hadn't gotten it before that. But, yeah. All right, we'll see how this one pans out tonight. So, so right now, Paulie is the most dangerous. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. And our and our and the, and the matches haven't changed either. So the best match is still the one from the Clash Seventeen, the tag match, and our least and our worst match is still Champion Austin. Correct. All right. So speaking of real uh, most dangerous, we're gonna mark that because our our real most dangerous should be Larry Bishop, and he is in a singles match here from Worldwide Wrestling. Taking on Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, which, again, when you get to look at this on paper, like, oh, God, this could potentially be a real disaster. But anyway, uh, Medusa is back. And this time, this is my Medusa take. She is dressed up like she's an extra in a league of her own, a league of their own in baseball gear. So, uh, again, you could go to Great Value Madonna on this one as well. So two Madonna references by Medusa. So she's really going on Madonna, uh, Medusa, uh, Madonna look this weekend. Larry stuns me with his quickness early on in an attempted sunset flip. Then talks mad shit to Steamboat about getting a two count. Like, he's just going off on Steamboat, which is absolutely fantastic. There's more quickness on a crisscross spot. Larry holding his own with Steamboat. And as Ricky gets multiple pin attempts, Barry piped in Paulie sucks chance. Barry hits a nice atomic drop into a spin kick into a neck breaker on Ricky. And I don't know, what the fuck has gotten into Larry in this match? Because he is just awesome. Ricky comes back with shots at a clothesline. Medusa pulls the rope down, sending Ricky outside as he runs the ropes. Steamboat gets to the apron, chops Larry in the throat, and dives over the top of the crossbody and gets a count out of nowhere for three. All the alliance runs out and beats the shit out of Steamboat. Rude, <laughs> Rude gets the belt, gets Rude has the belt in the faces of Dustin Barry Simmons and Stinger out for the save for a great closing brawl. Again, I really enjoyed this, especially as far as single Larry's matches go. And again, it's another short one that I wish was really, really longer. And I felt that way about the last two matches, but. From a Larry match and it being a singles match and as short as it was, this match was really fucking good. I went two and three quarters, and again, I don't know what the fuck got into Larry, but this was great. Uh, Schiff, I'll go to you. What did you think? So the first note I have is that uh, Medusa is dressed like a bat boy. So like we yeah, were sort of, of their in own. This, like yeah. their own. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, and then the second thing is Larry immediately screams, "Get him off!" Which <laughs> wait, 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 what? <laughs> I, I'm not Sousa, so as we've hey, learned, get him off! Hey, so get him off now! With that's my almost, Australian, that's almost as bad as accent. coming all over you. Get him off! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Um, I will say I liked how Ricky was like trying to get like flash pins and kept getting two, and Larry would get pissed and roll out of a ring and like, stall. You know what? There was a moment here where I felt like they were going for Steamboat Savage at WrestleMania three. I don't know what the fuck was going on with all these pin attempts, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely what it felt like, and I know you love that match. So um <laughs> I did with Larry in it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um and I did like how you you brought this up as well, but Steamboat went for a leapfrog, but Larry caught him with the atomic drop. You don't see that a lot. That was awesome. Um, I thought that was really cool. I will say they did have a little bit of issue. Steamboat, when he started battle back, he hit a weak clothesline. That was really weak. It was right for the double chop. Um, and they're still continuing like this Medusa and Steamboat um, little rivalry that we've seen in the past couple of weeks where she was like begging him to hit her. And, you know, that obviously wasn't the case. But she's the one that pulled down the ropes and Steamboat would fall out. And then she kicked Steamboat as well. So it's a nice little continuation. The flying body press for the... 
uh, for the win was pretty sweet. And I loved like the DA coming down. And before, um, I guess Sting wasn't on this taping cycle, the, the previous taping cycles, but he's the one leading the charge out for the save now. As before, it would be Barry and like Dustin, but he led the save and then Barry, Ron, and Dustin came out. So that, that's very interesting. And it shows like, you know, there's more unity. Thankfully, we seem to have pushed away from Marcus Bagwell being like the other person in this thank god i wish they could send him as we talked last episode uh to more school to more schooling but that's that's not the case because you can only be rookie of the year seven years in a row well bagwell falls out real quick because he ends up going like back to more mid card really yeah. soon mm-hmm. so all right so what did you go on this i went two and a half all right it's a little low but i'll take it all right uh logan what'd you think <laughs> <laughs> Um, I went, I went with you as well, Sean. I went two and three quarters. Uh, I really enjoyed this. Um, before the match even started, uh, my first note is I was looking forward to hearing the screams of pain, uh, from Larry as he was likely to be likely to be put in quite a few submissions in this match. Cause that's, uh, uh, not pretty much 90% of Steamboat's offense. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say I did not have Larry busting out a sunset flip on my bingo card. So that one was a, a surprise for sure. Um, I love that pretty much in this whole match, uh, all of Steamboat's offense is strikes and roll-ups, but he does them so well that he can kind of get away with that. Um, There was a slight botch on a neckbreaker at one point, but uh, Ricky being the good seller that he is, sells it like he absolutely got killed by it. Um, I I gave Medusa some praise here. Uh, Medusa actually makes herself useful for once, pulling down the rope. Uh, for Steamboat to go uh, fall out and go to the outside. I thought the finish was great, and I thought the brawl after was really great as well. So, But, yeah, two two and three quarters, just, just like you, Sean. I mean, probably one of the best Larry, like, just Larry, Larry, being Larry matches we've probably seen. Like, mm. from a singles match standpoint, I know for a fact I don't think we've seen a great Larry singles match so far on this show, for sure. Right? Mm. All right, Matt, yeah. what about you? Yeah, uh, I went two and a half on it. Uh, definitely a very surprising match. Uh, uh, Larry uh, took an extra dose of the Geritol before this one because he was working his ass off during this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that neck breaker he hits, uh, you could hear his hips creaking and cracking during it, I think. <laughs> uh, he came right through the TV screen. Uh, yeah, just, uh, again, another super fun, super quick match. Uh, I-, I feel like any longer there's a chance of it going really bad given how uh, Larry is so I think it being you know six seven minutes however long it was was perfectly fine uh, I also think Larry is getting uh, a little bit thicker like I it feels like oh, I feel, yeah yeah I feel like he, he's kind of he's kind of built like a load-bearing wall right now so he's just oh my god just, no, just he, a, I see I get it I get 100% what you're saying yeah he's he's built like a brick shit house right now but uh, yeah uh, I was surprised at this one so uh, Larry absolutely held his own in there with Steve boat so two and a half awesome so logan total score on that one i took the morphoplex before it was cool um (laughs) anyways uh yeah 2.62 and what was the last one again 275 Uh, all right the first yeah 2.75 and 2.62 all right that's tough i like this one better than austin dustin let's not go crazy Let's not say things we don't mean. All right. Well, let's talk about things I'm going to mean when we talk about our next match, which is also (laughs) on Worldwide. This one is the main event anywhere in the country. It is Ravishing Recruit versus PN News. And yes, this is for the U.S. title, believe it or not. Um, So Rude comes out. Tonight, we are pork-sucking peons, which for me, this one's a little bit better than it's traditional. Mm -hmm. I like pork-sucking peons. PN News. Raps that he is here to say he will take Rick Rude's title away. And yo, he, baby, yo, baby, yo. Wait, wait we're not done. <laughs> he says, um, this is ravishing Rick Rude, and when he's done with him, he will be one mad dude. <laughs> so PN News is a lyrical genius, by the way. Oh, yeah. So Rude attacks as clearly he's upset at the amazing insults that just came his way. Rude hits a nice-looking clothesline to send a big man down. He goes right to a rear chin lock immediately, uh, which is a rude trope that I hate. Paul holds the title up and yells at PN News. Um, do you see it multiple times? PN gets a brief uh, comeback with a slam. He goes up top for a big splash. Rude moves and hits the awakening for the easy three. This is four minutes total. Um, Rude, besides selling some atomic drops for the most part for me, has been very unimpressive in his ring work, as I have said. Um, usually it's a bunch of punches, a clothesline, maybe some knees, and lots of chin locks and a rude awakening. I went one star. 
This match is fucking garbage. Uh, the best part of this match was the pork sucking peons. Uh, Logan, I'll go to you first. What'd you think? Logan is not there, Souza. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, this, uh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, uh, go ahead, Souza. I'll go to Logan. Uh, Th- this absolutely sucked. Uh, this was this was complete and utter dog shit. I, I feel like one star was kind. So if you go lower, oh, one, one star was in fact very kind. Right. I'll get I'll get to that in a minute. Well, whatever you go with, I'm going with you. Uh, uh, I'll say this. Uh, PN News. He's no notorious big when it comes to rapping. Uh, he he's barely Vanilla Ice. He's fucking <laughs> terrible. Uh, Rude blindsides him and beats his ass. Uh, uh, Rude needed to use a headlock in this match, in a four-minute match, and I'm assuming because that was uh, PN News was uh, sucking wind, is my guess. Uh, News does get a brief comeback, but he misses a splash, and then we get a Rude Awakening, and uh, uh, that was that. Uh, boy, this was absolutely terrible, and that's all I have to say. Half a star. Okay, so I will go half a star as well. Thank you for that. Uh, Logan. <laughs> Yeah, in my muted self, I said uh, one star was way too high for this, so I also made the same exact insult. Um, I can't thank Rude enough for actually interrupting the rap, so he actually did something good for once. Um, the crowd could not care less about news in this match. I don't know if it was this specific crowd or if he gets this little reaction every time he comes to the ring, but it, they were really not behind him on this one. Um, and this the squash was just uninspiring, real boring. Uh, a lot of he- a lot of headlocks, a lot of bland uh, offense from Rude. So uh, I went with Matt Halfstar. All right. So Schiff uh, loves Rick Rude, so I'm sure it'll be three stars. Uh, Schiff. <laughs> This wasn't good. Oh, okay. Um, I had literally have a note here. Rudy gets a chin lock in because news sucks. Um, is, Rude, it new, is it news that sucks or is it news? Yes. I think it's okay. news sucks. You can't do anything with him. I think it's rude sucks because he does the same fucking See, bullshit in every match. He does I'm the same Schiff. shit in every I match. I I'm with Schiff. I don't think this one is all on rude. Okay, but my point is, Rude does the same thing regardless of who his opponent is. It's the same offense every match. Right, but I feel like this is a case where he had to. <laughs> but traditionally, news has been good in most things that we've seen him in, is my point. Traditionally. Yeah. Oh, look, they both suck. All right, shift continue. In this match, yes, they both suck. Yeah. <laughs> I said PN News uses his fat to smash Rude into the corner. PN News almost Maybe that's how they get the bad hip. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Jesus, it was it's, rough. It's his bad and, hip and his black eye that Rude punched him in the face with. Um, but it, this was just bad. I, I went a gentleman's one on this, but yeah. <laughs> Chip, just, can, you, can you just do the half star so we can just make it an even keel thing? Please don't make Logan do any unnecessary math. Yeah. All right, I'll give him a half star. <laughs> Woo! Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. Appreciate Great. it. Rick Rude continuing that great trend that Rude is. I know. Like the I know you have the Terry, the Alexander York uh, laptop from 1990, so I don't want to want it to break with you doing the math, Logan. I thought that was you. That Much is appreciated as well. All There's, right, there was two. So that wraps up worldwide. So uh, yeah, that was a match that happened. Uh, again, coming to WCW, did we ever think Rick Rude would take on PN News? That's something. All right, so we are. Going I don't to- think Rick Rude thought that either. So we are going to WCW's. We are now going to WCW Saturday night uh, with it should be. A, we have two matches here. Uh, this first one, uh, again, one that I thought would be a hell of a banger. And it's Dustin Rhodes taking on Aaron Anderson. And you would think this one should be a banger. So let's see what we got. So JR tells us Barry Wyndham is not here for Dustin because he doesn't have a manager's license. And Paul Lee pulled that trump card that he could not be at ringside. There is more piked in Paul Lee chance that we traditionally see on Saturday night. Um, it's mentioned that Paul Lee, as we mentioned on the last episode um, in the Meltzer notes, it's mentioned Paul Lee will be bull rope to Dusty at the next Omni event. Uh, there's headlocks traded until Dustin pops Arn in the face with a punch. Dustin hits a clothesline, then back into a face lock and headlock. Arn pretends to hurt his knee. Paul slides in to offer Dustin money to stop the match, but Arn does a fake out in DDT, and then he does jumps and jacks. He works Dustin's neck with knees, stomps, and elbow. Uh, Dustin eventually comes back with a lariat, uh, goes to the top rope, jumps down. Then he does a sleeper and a bulldog. 
Larry Z jumps in for a DQ. Then Austin comes in. Barry runs out, grabs Paulie's phone, and hits Austin in the knee. There's a figure four. Dustin holds the alliance off with a chair. I mean, this ends up being an angle for the match that we're going to talk about next. I think it should have been way better, especially based on who's involved. I actually, I don't know what it was about this match. Something didn't click for me because um, I've seen these two wrestle before and it was way better. I only went a gentleman's two, and I realize that's probably really low, but I did not like this match whatsoever. There's something that I, I just thought it was goofy. Um, I thought it was more of an angle and I wanted more of a long kind of like Arn Dustin kind of limb work kind of match. So, um, Suze, I'll go to you first. What'd you think about this? Yeah, I, I thought it was better than, uh, you, you think <laughs> you thought well, it I, was. I, th- I think I went relatively low, but I think it was because of a personal preference that I, prefer. right. I, I, this is one of those matches where I feel like you knew a DQ was coming. Like you see these two guys, you kind of had a feeling neither one of these guys is going to get pinned. At least that's how I felt going into it I, I feel like before they got to the dq there was a lot of good stuff in it it was very like hold heavy but mm-hmm. but i felt like they kept things moving and the holds were at least interesting i just i thought there was a uh, a great punch that uh dustin hit on arn that i thought he sold beautifully it came out of a headlock i thought that was really well done uh Rhodes runs into an elbow at one point i thought that was really good so yeah i mean I think I think we've seen a match with these two guys before. Correct me if I'm wrong. And I yes. thought that one, I thought that one was better for sure. But I still think this one was uh, pretty okay. Even, you know, pr- not probably not as good as that one. But I mean, I still went three on this one even before the DQ. But uh, yeah, it, it's one of the, those cases where it was definitely a setup match for something down the line. But I don't know. I, I kind of liked what they did here. I thought the match before they got to that DQ was uh, pretty well done. So I went three stars on it. Wow, three. Okay, uh, Logan. Yeah, I'm. I'm with. Uh, I'm with Souza on this one. I went three as well. Wow. Uh, kind of like you was talking about. I thought this was just a uh, masterclass of reversal and submission based uh, kind of offense and wrestling in this one. Um, Ar- Arn may have some of the best punches uh, of all time in wrestling. Uh, this was that was shown in this match. Uh, he delivered quite a few of them. Um, and Dustin also has a really great lariat as well. I'd, I'd put him up there with the some of the better clotheslines out there. Um, the leg sell by Arn was enough to get uh, Dustin distracted, and Arn nails an absolutely devastating DDT. I thought that was really cool. Um, Arn has no cares in the world for Dustin's well-being as he absolutely just stomps straight on his neck. I thought that was really, uh, really good, uh, brutal offense by him. Um, and Dustin actually hits the uh, hits his finisher, the bulldog, and goes for the cover. But obviously, Larry comes out and causes the DQ. But uh, this one has a this one had another great brawl after it. Um, but yeah, I, I thought for what they did and what little time they had, they put together a pretty good match here. So yeah, I went three like Susan did. I don't get it. I might have to go back and rewatch this because I don't see anywhere in the realm of any spectrum this is a three-star match. But, Schiff, what did you think? I, I went two and a half on this. Um, Logan did hit a bunch of stuff that I liked. I liked like the fake selling of the knee, and then it was all a ruse just for Arn to beat the hell out of Dustin. I love Dustin fighting from his knees as well. And uh, Arn has a great line where he says, being good just exudes from him, which Arn is awesome. You know, man's been 45 past 85 years so um <laughs> but I, I love that like and like how logan said like dustin just kills arn with a lariat and um yeah and i just love the run in it, it this is what all these matches are just a continuation when you get like these two guys you know like you know wcw get got a bad habit for doing that during the monday night war but you can see it starts here where like if you have like these two guys who are feuding with each other and they have like you know allies People are going to run in. So, like, you know, they just weren't used to looking down the aisle for them. But we've seen it happen so many times. But I really enjoyed this match. Uh, these guys have a better feud in 1994, in my opinion. But uh, still, in uh, an all-time promo by Dusty that gets slept on by people. Um, view never changes by Dusty. Look up that promo, by the way. Uh, but, yeah, two and a half. Wow. So, Logan, what's the total on that? 2.62. Way too high for this match. Wrong. Maybe you're too low on this match. Have you thought of that? No, host privilege. (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) 
Pull it host privilege. I'm keeper I, of the books. I did oh, the yeah? math, well, so it's going to stick that way. Panel privilege. How do you think of that panel? Yes, no, hey, the majority rules. I'm just saying, as the host, I disagree. But I, you know what? I will even go back and watch this match, and I'll see if I feel differently. But I, I panel I just, privilege says your uh, uh, year two is two. All right. Well, I'm moving on because that's bullshit. Keep, so our keep, next keeper of the books privilege. All right. All right, our next our next thing is a Steamboat interview, and I, hopefully we all agree on this one. So they go back and they talk about the clash uh, where he got attacked. Ricky comes out with JR, who says it's obvious Rude wanted to end his career. Um, I don't feel like that attack was a career ender, and I think we talked about that on the last episode. Ricky says he's had his butt kicked many times, been out of business three times, but always came back. Steamboat was very angry at the two Rude Awakenings. We'll meet Rude anywhere. Bring your swiveling hips. He was embarrassed being whipped like the dog. Dragon will prevail. Yeah, you know, and, you know, if you think about the history of Steamboat, you know, the all-timer attack for me was when he got attacked by uh, Savage and, you know, the whole throat thing. If you want to compare that to an attack based on the two Rude Awakenings, it's not even close. This this promo is very meh. Um, I just I, I just thought this was awful. Uh, Logan, what would you think of this? I, I do think he showed some pretty good fire, but I feel like at one point he kind of admitted that he left the business because he got beat, and uh, mm-hmm. I don't feel like that makes him look like a very oh. good face. He left the business uh, so because think, of his fucking wife. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's why true. he left the business. Um, but yeah, it, it didn't make him look very good because he kind of said, oh, well, I got my ass kicked, so I, I left this company and I went to this other one. So I don't think that really made him look very good or sound very uh, promising as somebody who could maybe take the title from Rude. So, yeah, not the best promo here by Mr. Steamboat. All right, Schiff. Uh, he was fired up and he brought intensity, which I liked. And, you know, he said, like, Rude is that insult, injury to insult. So if Rude hears his voice and like tells him he'll fight him anywhere and bring the swiveling hips made me laugh. But, um, <laughs> and like, you know, Steamboat is calling him out, said he is hunted, says the dragon will prevail. And I was like, damn, Ricky, maybe you should have said that to Bonnie. Jesus, God almighty. So, so shit, so shit, so shit, you like this? You like this promo? I did actually, yes. Of course you did. Matt? <laughs> uh, I, I like everybody said. I, I thought the passion was there, but there were he kind of stumbled over his words a little bit too, like like me on a podcast basically. And I, I don't I don't think it was uh, I don't think it was all that great. Yeah, it also doesn't help that he's fucking dressed like a goddamn softball bench coach. He yeah, maybe that's ridiculous. what it is. I feel like Steve-O promos are always that. Like he always does that inhaling a breathing fire, right. you know, it's like the same fucking thing. Every time he does a like promo, the, the passion is definitely there. But as soon as he opens his mouth, it's like diarrhea. It's a real problem. But, but especially like he's, here. He's always got to go to that whole dragon theme, right? A fire. Yeah. Breathing. I mean, <laughs> it, it wasn't the worst promo we've seen by any stretch, but it also wasn't great. So uh, I, guess, I guess I just feel like the beating doesn't correlate with, the passion. I don't, you know, does that make sense? I don't think the beating was that great that he took, to be honest. I mean, I've never taken mm-hmm. a rude awakening, but I'm imagining it probably sucks. So I could see why he's well, angry. I just, well, I, again, it goes back to that promo of you're supposed to be in the Magnum TA retirement home. <laughs> the, the, the two, the two rude awakenings don't equate. Well, to he that. was, he was certainly dressed like he lived in a fucking retirement oh. home. And I'll give him that. <laughs> that is true. That is very true. But anyway, all right. So moving on, no more Steamboat promo. I feel like Ricky's one of those that shouldn't open his mouth and he should just wrestle good matches. That's where I'm at with the Steamboat. Um, kind of like Sting. He shouldn't talk or wrestle sometimes. <laughs> um, all right. Or, or count. <laughs> or count. That is correct. All right. Our last and final match. Tonight. Rude. What was rude? Wait, what was rude? I'm just messing with y'all. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I guess you heard my comment about Sting. Is that what you're referencing? It's a yes. podcast. Of course he heard your comment about Sting. Okay. I was okay. I, I thought I was being no sold, so I'm glad you heard it. All right, I'm moving on. All right. The last match. I was excited for this match. I was literally excited. The Steiners taking on Bobby Eaton and Larry Zabisco. I we've gotten a lot of Zabisco on this show, so of course that got me very excited. So the Steiners, this is the first match, guys. That we have watched in 13 episodes of the Steiners. That should get all of us excited. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this was supposed to be Austin and Eaton, but the angle they filmed earlier with Austin getting hit in the knee with the phone, and then the figure four took Austin out. So, Larry is going to step in, and it's Larry and Eaton. So, um, anyway, Arn tosses Steiner. So, Arn is out, 
and he taunts the Steiners on the way back, saying they will never get the titles. Scott puts Bobby immediately on the top rope, clotheslines him to the floor. Then Rick Steiner lines him for the apron. <laughs> and then uh, Larry does what Larry does, and he grinds, which is fantastic. <laughs> back in, Scott tilt the world to Bobby. Then there's a blind tag. Bobby does a leapfrog, but gets clobbered with a Rick Steiner line. Like, Bobby is just eating some shit. Then he does another one. Paul yells, leave him alone as Larry tags in. Like, this whole thing, Bobby just, like, eats a bunch of shit. This is just great. Then then Larry tags in, belly to belly. Larry immediately eats a belly to belly. And then he no-sells it. Um, as real as Bobby grabs Rick's leg from the outside, and Larry forms, uh, forearms him outside, where waiting Bobby throws him into the guardrail. Back in, Larry does a neck breaker, but Rick gets a tag. Scott beats up both Alliance members. Then there's another belly to belly to Larry. Uh, then there's a sit down power bomb. Bobby goes to the top um, as Scott covers. Then there's a top rope leg drop. Bell rings as Paul's in ring. And Bobby and Larry hit a spike brain buster on Rick, which is awesome. Larry then yells jerk on the way out. Uh, the Steiners win by DQ. This is really weird and confusing in the end, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Steiners are fucking next level. And I'm glad that we're following the mix now. Um, listen, I, I go back and forth on how I felt about the match, but goddamn, Bobby took a fucking shit kicking. The power moves by the Steiners were amazing. They just looked totally dominant. And I, I'm actually going to go two and a half because there's so much I enjoyed in this, but the ending just made no sense. And I just thought it was kind of a clusterfuck, but I'm going to two and a half. But goddamn, Larry yelling jerk and Larry's vocals and the <laughs> shit kicking in this was just amazing. Two and a half for me. Logan, what did you think? Uh, I, I went a little lower, but I did enjoy it. I went two. Um, we don't get near enough Steiners, uh, Steiners on the show, but I, I think one of, one of them had been hurt, uh, or, uh, and Rick had kind of been focusing on his single stuff. So, um, I, that, that make that makes sense why we haven't seen them, but, uh, I hope we get to see more of them going forward. Just absolute complete domination by the Steiners. I love that you, you mentioned Polly kind of told the Steiners, leave my guys alone. You're, you're <laughs> kicking, you know, he's basically saying you're kicking their ass. Leave that them alone. That was so great. Um, that was awesome. I loved it. <laughs> Absolutely awesome. Um, I love that Scott actually pulls out the uh, Pearl River plunge that Ahmed Johnson eventually does. At one point, I thought that was a cool move to see. And uh, then after the match, the Spike Brain Buster double team was uh, amazing and awesome to see. Got really sick. Um, but yeah, like I said, I went to uh, definitely enjoyed it. Uh, and uh, Eaton and Zabisco definitely both took a shit kick, I'm sure. Yeah, I think I went a little higher just because I enjoyed the pure domination of what they did and Larry and Eaton. I mean, I mm-hmm. It was just pure Steiners I that I love. That's why I went high. So, uh, Susan, what do you think? I'm with you, Sean. I went two and a half on this, too. Uh, I, I just love watching the Steiners do their thing. Uh, I can watch the Steiners destroy people, uh, I think, every day for the rest of my life. I, I just think the way they beat the shit out of people and the way they beat the hell out of Bobby Eaton here was just brutal and vicious to watch. And I'm so glad that the Steiners are a part of this uh, dangerous alliance feud now because I think they're going to be a great addition to it. Uh, the finish was definitely a little weird. I did not know what the finish was. I'm a, I was assuming it was some sort of DQ thing. So, But yeah, uh, definitely a little weird. And it did... It did feel very much like a step one and a way to introduce the Steiners into the fold for this feud. So, like, this felt very much like the beginning, and I hope it keeps going. So, and it looks like it's probably going to keep going given the uh, the post match beating. So, uh, yeah, uh, confusing ending to a very solid match. So, uh, two and a half for me. Okay, and Schiff, close it out. Yeah, I'm I'm going two and a half as well. Um, God, Scott Steiner was great, even. In, in 92 it's just amazing like he's so great just to watch like your eyes are glued to the screen i loved him just destroying you know larry z and bobby like it was awesome like they should have broken up the steiner brothers i know they didn't want to break up at the time but damn it was just awesome i love like steiner like scott just clothesline and eating from the top rope to the floor you know, he hits a tilt whirl and eating at another part. And then, like you guys said, like uh, the Pearl River plunge. Um, but one thing that pissed me off, and it was cool the first time it happened, but like the 20th time this has happened, is Bobby Eaton going, hitting the fucking Alabama jam while the baby <laughs> face has the cover. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just hit my limit with it. And my note even says, fucking Alabama jam off the top rope on the sky. And, you know, the, the DQ, but like the Sprite brain, brain Buster 
was pretty sick to Rick. So like maybe this starts leading credence that maybe the Steiners are going to be joining in on this battle, and maybe we get uh, Barry and um, Ron or Barry and Dustin replaced in this, and you know get these two added. Yeah, there was no reason for the Steiners not. The Steiners should have won this match. There was no reason yeah. for them not to. Mm-hmm. They really should. Mm-hmm. So, yep. but yeah. So, what was the total on that one, Logan? Uh, I'll just put my score two and a half. So it's two and a half across the board. All right. So pretty decent match there. So, so you know, probably for the most part, a good collection of solid matches. And now we got the Steiners in play here. So, um, so that wraps up our matches tonight. So uh, we'll do our awards real quick, and then um, I'll kind of give a sneak preview of what we're going to talk about on our next episode. So. Um, we'll go for, so we'll do the, uh, matches first. So worst match for me, I think across the board, it's going to be Rudy P and news. I, I would yep. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Uh, best match. I know that you, I, I assume the majority you're going to go with what you want, but for me, uh, just because I have to, I'm going to vote for Larry Zabisco versus Steamboat. Uh, Souza, what are you going to go with? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Arn Rhodes on that one. Really? Yes. That was my highest rated match. Okay, so uh, Schiff. Austin versus Dustin. Uh, I agree with you there. And Logan. Uh, I'm going to Dustin, Dustin and Arn as well. Uh, how do we break that? Uh, I disagree. What I do you mean, how do we break it? No, I agree. Two, to one, I, to majority one. rules. I, nah, that's two one one. one. Uh, you got, you and, I will tell you, you and Susan are wrong because I would tell you Schiff's right this time. Well, I'll just go fuck myself then. Can we cut that part where he said shifts right? He got to keep. K-fans. Listen, I pull. I I picked Larry over preference because I that's great, Larry. We got tonight, but Schiff ultimately is right in that decision. It's Arn versus Rhodes. Move on. Yeah, it, it's a two yeah. star. It's a two star match that you guys just rated as best three. match. It's actually a three. But... No, it's really not. All right, uh, yes. let's move it on. Moving on. Uh, least dangerous uh, for me. It's going to be rude again. Yep. Shift. <laughs> I'm going eating because I'm tired of fucking out fuck the jam to the, God fuck the top row. You're so full of shit. I just gave you praise on the last <laughs> note. It's not fucking eating. Sean's like Piper in the 92 Rumble here. It's, it's a skirt. skirt. It's fucking Rick Rude, Shift. It's a skirt, not a kilt. Okay, let's just do Rick Rude. What is no, no? Okay, okay. Let me calm down. <laughs> it's, okay, it's okay for you to pick Eaton. I need to understand what your hard on is for Rick Rude. Wow, I, I don't have. Have you one. looked at him? Oh my God, I, no, I just think you can't you, really blame. You, you have a hard on for Rick Rude. Rick Rude has done nothing. Who doesn't? In Thirteen episodes of this show, he's done nothing. I like the Sting and Rude Clash of Champions match, but. Um, <laughs> and contrary to everything Eaton's done in 13 episodes, Rude's done one just good on thing. this one episode. But like Eaton needs needs to get a new move, or they need to stop reusing the same finisher because it's kind of pissing <laughs> oh, me off. Contrary to Rick Rude needing a different mood besides a fucking chin lock. That was PN News. We talked about this. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, uh, Logan. Uh, I'm going Rude. All right, so Rude now is. Rude I kind of want to just go eat and just to piss Sean off. No, is Rude? Not I swear a, it's not a gimmick. No, at this point it is a gimmick. You're full no, of shit. Uh, just, just shut it down. Rude, hey, uh, <laughs> Logan, Logan, is Rude now officially the least, the least dangerous? No, Austin still got him on one. God fucking damn it, Shift! Come on, <laughs> it's not even Shift's fault. I, yeah, I was just saying it's our fault for giving it Austin so many times. <laughs> but to be fair, but to be fair, he deserved it because Reed wasn't on any of those fucking shows. Uh, but yeah, Austin has five, Reed has four. So, uh, God damn it! Uh, we might make up for it in our next episode after I give. <laughs> damn it, Shift! This is all your fault, even though it had nothing to do with it. Majority rules, except for when uh, you disagree with me, Shift. Shift, I still love you. I love you too. All right. Uh, uh, ooh, this is gonna be a tough God, one. I'm gonna go to someone else first. Most dangerous, <laughs> Logan. <laughs> uh, Arn. Oh, go fuck, fuck off, Matt. Uh, I'm gonna go Arn also, just because it got that reaction out of you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Austin.
Sean has left his call. Did, I, I we think break, you, did, did we break Sean? I think you can write down uh, Arn there, Logan. <laughs> Not unless he goes Austin. Then we got a tie. So here's my pick. and this He's is going Larry Z. Okay. This is my honest opinion. It's going to be Arn because you fuck shits. Are what did I off. do? Not you. You, you. you picked an honest what you felt answer. These two picked Arn to piss me off. I, I, I genuinely thought Arn. Was <laughs> I, I had Arn. What did Arn, what did Arn do? Arn did he nothing. Was in, he was in the best match. Three stars. He was not. He was brutal. He I am going to go. Neck. I am going to go with Larry. Sold the leg really well. Larry, Larry, freaking worked his ass off in the match that in a match that we have not seen him pull off once this whole entire thirteen episodes. Arn did jack shit in a match that he should have been better oh, in, and we have seen him better in. Zabisco would have been my second pick, but Arn definitely. Zabisco should be the number pick. one pick because we haven't seen him do any better. Oh my god! If I go, I'm sorry, Zabisco, he if sucks I go, overall, if I go so Larry, to give him. If I change my pick to Larry, can we move on? No, because you guys feel Arn. I'm not going to be the dictator. That's I, good because I, I wasn't going to change my pick anyway. But he's not going to be the kid tater. <laughs> <laughs> or the. Tater is a root call from earlier. Like, like I, like I feel like at one point I understand you guys, and then you just throw me this curveball where I go, "What the fuck?" Momar Kid Duffy over here. <laughs> Momar Kid Duffy. <laughs> no, like you totally threw me curveballs tonight. I don't. I expect that out of shift. I don't expect that out of you, and I don't expect that out of you and Sousa. Logan. I've disappointed you. I do it. my own. Bringing Sean right Stalin over here. No, no, it's not a disappointment. <laughs> it's just surprise. I've disappointed my brother. I do apologize. He has the double S too. Adolf, Adolf Kidler. Sawa Ben Kid. Would you like to keep going? <laughs> what, else, what else you got? Would you like to get to throw in a couple more before we? I think I'm good. Who's Kid Laney? McKidism instead of McCarthyism. <laughs> is, there, is there a Putin a Putin one you could throw in there? Kitten. Kitten. Kitten play. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shot kitten. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Or, All right. Scale of, scale of one to five. <laughs> scale of one to five. Susan, what would we take this? <laughs> part of the journey of the alliance. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, even though I did have a three a three star match, which I'm told is wrong, uh, I, I think I'm gonna go. I, I think I'm gonna go two because I feel like nothing happened. <laughs> so. Uh, I will go two on that. I will agree with you on that one. We agree. Logan. I'll go two as well. That sounds right. <laughs> Jeff. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go two. Uh, the only thing that Mighty got added to a fray is two new um, challengers with the Steiner brothers, thank God. So, Which is crazy that it took them this long to get interjected into this. Like, what the hell were they doing? All right. So that wraps up this shit show of a show at the end here. <laughs> All right, let me give you a sneak peek of the next episode where we're we're going to be in February. We're already going to be in February, guys. So here are our matches. Dustin versus Eaton. Sting, Sting and Bagwell versus the Enforcers. Oh, damn it. More Bagwell. I don't know if you remember this, but I do very fondly. We have a ceremony of the Alliance, where they all wear tuxedos in the ring. I don't know if you remember that or not. Do you guys remember that? No. No. So that'd all be right. interesting to watch. All right. Oh, God, this match. You ready for this one? Eaton and Anderson versus Brian Pillman and Mike Graham. Oh, I thought oh, you were going to say El, El Giante. So did I. <laughs> all right. Sonny Steve Austin versus Barry Windham. Okay. Mm-hmm. And last but certainly not least. Oh, boy. Yes, this one. Rick Rude versus who? Todd uh, Champion. I was going to say Todd Champion, but I think they've already done that match. So I. Uh, Michael Hayes. Uh, Johnny B. Bad. Tom Zank. Oh, boy. He's getting his heat back from Halloween Havoc. So we. <laughs> <laughs> this is a rematch from Havoc. I didn't even remember that. So potentially, 
we could see Rude win the win the least least dangerous next episode. Look, that might be three stars like on an Arn and Rhodes. We don't know that. You know what? Watch what happens. Watch us get a great fucking match, and it's going to be because of Zank. Watch what happens. Yeah. It's going to be three stars, just like Anderson and Rhodes. That's right. Yeah. All right, so I'm not going to do pl- I'm not going to do plugs because I'm pissed off because you guys. <laughs> so we're not going to do plugs. Oh wow. Fuck me. So. <laughs> my God, what was Why that? Did that sound like was a that? seal? Was that a crane? What the hell's going was on? That, was, that, was, was that Logan? Logan, was that you? Did Logan's house yeah. blow away? I think an orca just breached in Logan's living room. <laughs> All right, so so thank so gentlemen, as always, you know, kidding aside, I always enjoy doing a show with you, even when you throw me curveballs. Me too. Nothing, I enjoy nothing, it. The, the feeling is mutual. I hope. I hope oh, so. And. Uh, for listening i hope you enjoy uh listening to the show as much as we like doing it even though sometimes it doesn't sound like it and even though my co-hosts are wrong today um I, we will see you in two weeks we will go to february so for uh scott Shiflett, logan crossland and matt souza we will see you back in two weeks